Joining me right now is a, in a Sunday Morning Futures exclusive is Byron Donalds, a key member of the House Oversight Committee, Florida Congressman. Byron Donalds is here. Congressman, thanks very much for joining me this morning. Good morning, Maria. Good to be with you. So in terms of that deposition behind closed doors scheduled for Thursday, do these new charges, this indictment against Hunter Biden, does that mean that he won't show up on Thursday to go under oath for you and your colleagues? Well, listen, he's been threatening not to go under oath for weeks now. So the fact that he's now been indicted should not encumber our ability in the House to be able to have, number one, a closed door session first to have written, have written testimony under oath and then for him to be able to move towards an open hearing. But what Hunter Biden wants to do is to use the open hearing uh, aspects of congressional hearings to put on a show, to put on a spectacle without actually having a deposition of his words under oath before he reaches an open Open session so we're not gonna let that happen he needs to sit for the for the closed-door deposition first every witness we bring to Capitol Hill has to do the same thing he is no different I wonder if Hunter Biden is counting down the days to Christmas maybe there's a pardon in his future he's gonna need it well, I'll tell you what, he's, he's little I, boys in trouble. I don't I don't think he's been he's been on the the nice list for quite a while. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure Hunter's been on the naughty list for a long <laughs> long time. Well, daddy's always got him off that list, but I don't know if it's going to work this time. Well, it's because dad's on the list as well. well dad may be at the top. <laughs> yeah. Dad, so you, you know, know, there was there was a time maybe, but, you know, you got to get through Biden to get to or uh, young Biden to get to the big guy, as they called him in all those. Right. Different emails. I mean, Joe around. was on the nice list. It was just a forgery. You know, he should never <laughs> well, have been he, on there. I heard he plagiarized his own name. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, anything's possible. Oh, Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Wasn't yeah. bad. Just uh Finished it off with a little concert at the church last night. Okay. Gloria. Um, nice. Three quarters of it was in Latin. I was so blessed. Oh, all right. I mean, it was good. I mean, the music was fantastic. The the, the singers, I didn't know there could be so many violinists in one place. Uh, there was a ton of them. Yesterday okay. morning, the young people, when that's the next group coming up, is a bunch of uh, young, young ladies and one guy, luckiest guy in the world, playing the... Uh, What's the big What's the big violin? The uh, oh, cello. Yeah, he was playing the cello. The rest oh, were playing. Oh, cello will break your heart. Well, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a cello is one of the instruments that huh. speaks to me in a different way. Interesting. The cello and a mandolin, which is like okay. which explains this is all you need to know about my musical taste, right there. Well, one of the best cello ensembles I ever saw was in one of the James Bond movies. Where she wrote it down the side of the mountain in its case. Oh, no. Okay. To get away from the bad guys. All right. Turned it into a sled. Okay. It was All right. quite amazing. And she was quite beautiful. Cellist everywhere are like cringing at the thought of that. <laughs> I, know, I know. You know, but I know. so it goes. Oh, well. All right. Here's your thought of the day for this Monday. Okay. If you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Okay. I think there's a, right. a lot of truth to that. 
All right. Probably. Mm-hmm. 434-248-0704 is our text number. We would love for you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Today is Noodle Ring Day, gentlemen. Make sure you get your wives one of these for Christmas. <laughs> most, most of us grew up with SpaghettiOs right. or other Chef Boyardee offerings or knockoffs in my case. Mom got, uh, you know, spaghetti circles at Walmart. Anyways, she was a miser. Uh, Here's the question. Today is Noodle Ring Day. Most Mm -hmm. of us grew up with SpaghettiOs or other Chef Baradi offerings. Here's the question. Which of the following fact is not true? Yeah, which is not true. Which is not true. Oh, boy. And I shrunk the font. Why did I do that there? So His uh, brand is responsible. Yeah, yeah. His brand is responsible for making Italian food popular in America, okay, he catered Woodrow Wilson's second wedding, All number right. three, in any given year, three million Americans consume at least four cans of Chef Boyardee microwave entrees and soups. Hmm. Which of those is not true? His brand's responsible for making Italian food popular all over America. Number two, he catered to Woodrow Wilson's second wedding. Or number three, in a given year, three million Americans consume at least three or at least four cans of yeah. Chef Boyardee's microwavable entrees and soups. Okay. One, two, or three, or if you can just remember, it'd be better if you remember the right. the content. So which one is not true? Yeah. yeah. On this day in history, in 1951, Joe DiMaggio announces his retirement from baseball. Hmm. It's a sad day. When baseball is no longer fun, it's no longer a game. And so, I played my last game of ball. The name of Joseph Paul DiMaggio is now enshrined in baseball's Hall of Fame at Cooperstown. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was the a day. The day this show isn't fun anymore, I'm done doing talk radio. <laughs> there you go. Well, don't say that. Not today. Sometimes though. the headlines are <laughs> pretty dire. On this day in 1967, guess who's coming to dinner? Starring Spencer Stra- Tracy, Sidney Poitier, and Catherine Hepburn premieres in New York City. Hepburn ends up winning the Academy Award for Best Actress. I love your daughter. There is nothing I wouldn't do to try to keep her as happy as she was the day I met her. But it seems to me, without your approval, we will make no sense at all. That is why I'm asking for the clearest possible statement of what your attitude is going to be. I appreciate that, Doctor. It's uh, almost in the form of an ultimatum. Not quite, Mr. Drayton. An ultimatum. As opposed to an ultimatum. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You say tomatum, I say tomatum. <laughs> okay. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> All right. Uh, on this day in 2008, Feds arrest Madoff after his sons tell authorities about his $65 billion Ponzi scheme. Mm. Until his arrest, he was a very well-respected financier who managed the money for a lot of A-list clients. It literally became the biggest financial fraud in U.S. history. And he is never going to see the light of day. Bernie, baby. After he told senior employees yesterday that his business was a giant Ponzi scheme, he tried to distribute early bonuses to employees of his firms, prompting questions by senior employees. Mr. Madoff allegedly told employees that a couple of hundred million dollars left, wanted to distribute it before turning himself in to authorities. 
Yeah, I'll call, call Yeah, the him. problem was it wasn't any of it yours. Right. I mean. Yeah, you wanted to write bonuses. He hey, destroyed. thanks, you're probably going to jail, too. Right. He he destroyed so oh, many yes. lives. Absolutely. Just crazy, Just, crazy, crazy. Yeah, bad, bad. All right, uh, birthdays. If it's your birthday today, you share it with Rita Moreno. Bless her heart, she's 92. I came here as a child fleeing an oppressive regime with only my natural charm and perfect legs. I mean, yeah. what is this, chopped liver? <laughs> no. Right? Back in the 70s, Moreno appeared in an educational PBS comedy sketch show aimed at elementary school children. Listen, do I have to get up early like this every morning? Of course you do. You want to be a milkman? People want their milk early in the morning. <laughs> you know, she has had a very prolific career yeah. when you think about it. I mean, she... Lots of times she wasn't like the star. She was sometimes she was a supporting player, right. but she has worked consistently yeah. for decades and decades. So, 80, 80 Brady, I think, or whatever that movie was that yeah, I watched. Yeah, she's in that too. She's in that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rocker Nikki Six is having a birthday today, turning 65 years old. Absolutely true. I tried to sell the guys in the band on naming the band Christmas. In the band, it's like, you're out of your mind. Thank God they said that. Can you imagine if they went along with that? Yeah, you would have ruined Christmas. But anyways, on to the next one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad they didn't pick that name. Yeah, probably not. Christmas gets bad enough rap with some of the stuff that's stuck to it. See what you did there. Oh, I said rap. Oh, I didn't even. Wooka wooka. Oh, it was the other kind of rap. Yeah, like, you know, Wrapping a present. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actress Donna Mills also having a birthday today. She is turning 83 years old. Well, I again play a meddling mother <laughs> to Jill <laughs> Wagner. Um, well, I'm not her mother. I'm Matthew Davis's mother. Okay. And uh, I want him to marry her. And she's a uh, interior designer, event planner kind of person, and I want him to use her for, for his uh, home that he's doing. I think this was probably a lifetime movie, Christmas movie of some sort. Yes. Oh boy. Meddling mother, typecasting her. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Donna Mills. Um, yeah. She was in Play Misty for me. Is that right? Was it her? I could have been. I, I mean, think you that know, was. I, think I was that more was intrigued a, with Clint Eastwood's. I think character. that was a very, very young. Um, was she the one who said? I'm. I'm almost. For me. No, she wasn't the crazy one. Oh. But okay. I think she. I think she played. Yeah, she played the the beautiful blonde. Okay. That he was well, in that, love with. That, that she tried to kill because uh, you know, okay. all that business. It's going been on. so long since I saw that movie. I know. This I is, watched it not that long ago. Oh, it really? has rewatchability. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, except when you're a DJ and then it freaks you out a little bit. But sure. Other than that, all right. Uh, this next lady. Yeah. Every time she was on Mission Impossible, it was like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Linda Day George turning seventy nine. They were the best gaslighters and scammers. That TV show was cutting edge for its time. Joe? Joe, what is this? Where you been hiding? Hiding? Well, I've been at the Central Hotel. Ask Joe. I don't know. Okay, okay, get out of here. Now, Joe, where is the money? Now, Joe's in trouble. Beautiful Linda Day, George makes her way to the car where the other Mission Impossible agents are waiting. The scam is complete. Joe dies later during the commercial break. (laughs) Wow. Film at 11. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Uh, also having a birthday today is Terry Gar. She's turning 76 years old. You know, there is an intellectual question I've always wanted to ask you. Be my guest. Tell me exactly how fast is the speed of light? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the wackiest, funniest movie, The Young Frankenstein. That's Terry in black and white, and she's beautiful there, too. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, actor Gary Dorden of CSI is having a birthday, turning 57 years old. Today. Guy in and out of rehab during the show, just had a gambling problem. And, uh, well, this would be his last scene, and I'm going to stop before the, uh, the gunshot. You sure made a believer out of me. Thanks. Look, uh... I don't want to fire you. I just need to know that you're through running the streets on your own looking for bad guys. Look, I'm done being a, a rogue in the streets, you know. But there's, there's one still out there, and I promise you we're going to get him. taught you well. I like to think so. Unfortunately, it was the guy he was talking to and didn't know it at the time. Ah. And then, bang. And that's how he is written off the... Out of the out of the show. Yikes! Yeah. Hey, well, you're gonna go go big. Yeah, <laughs> or go, go down a, in a blaze of glory <laughs> for sure. All right, uh, back to our mind jam trivia. Today is Noodle Ring Day. Of course, most of us grew up with SpaghettiOs. Yeah, or Chef other Boyardee. Chef Boyardee things. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was talking about spaghetti zeros or something. My mom had. <laughs> rings. <laughs> rings, spaghetti <laughs> rings. Here's our question. I'm just joking. Mom, mom's no longer here. She was a miser. She knew how to stretch a dollar. I mean, really could stretch a dollar. Now she'd have to stretch a 20, right. and it still wouldn't go anywhere under Joe's Bidenomics. But anyways, which of these following statements are not true when it comes to Chef Boyardee? Number one, his brand is responsible for making Italian food popular in America. Number two, he catered the Woodrow Wilson's second wedding. Number three, in any given year, three million Americans consume at least four cans of Chef Boyardee in the microwave, uh, their microwave entrees. Or their soups. So, in a given year, 3 million Americans. That's quite a few. Mm -hmm. That means uh, Chef Boyardee, if that one's true, still doing it pretty good. See, I didn't think Chef Boyardee was real. I, I thought I thought he was oh, like... We're going to hear from him coming out of the break. I, I thought he was like, you know, Aunt Jemima right, or, right, right. or the Quaker guy. Or I, I, I sure. didn't know he was real. Apparently, yeah. that's not how he spelled his name, though. Oh. Because it was spelled Boyardee. B-O-I-A-R-D-I. Oh, okay. okay. So, it was a legit... I mean, because that's not an Italian name. You look right, at right. Boyardee, you're like, that's not. But they knew nobody could say it, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll be back with the answer coming up. 621, her birthday today. We celebrated her just a few days ago because her song finally went to number one after what? Since 1958 or some right. crazy 60 thing. 60 years later, she unseats Mariah Carey. Yes, and we love it. We do. The Morning Jam Brenda Lee, Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Rocking around Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. She turns 78 today. 79, sorry, I was off by one. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? Then you found the right, right choice. I have everything you need for a great spaghetti dinner. 
all in one package. Give me 15 minutes, and I'll give you a real Italian dinner. Ah, perfect. Chef Boyardee completes spaghetti dinner. Yes. Uh-huh. And there he was, Mr. Chef Boyardee or Boyardee. Or uh, right. whatever his real name is. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's part of our uh, Mind Jam trivia today because today is Noodle Ring Day. Right, like and spaghettios. A lot of us grew up. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I never tried to put one on. You know, well, they're too tiny. They are very yeah. small. Yes, they are. Uh, which of these facts is not true about Chef Boyardee? His brand is responsible for making Italian food popular in America. He catered, second one here, he catered to Woodrow Wilson's second wedding. Or number three, in a given year, three million Americans consume at least four cans of Chef Boyardee's microwavable entrees or soups. Yes. I'm guessing it's the last one. Um, you would be correct because it's five cans. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. not four cans. It's five cans. How about that? Yeah. I, I think the one I was, well, I was a little bit surprised that Chef Boyardee would be responsible. That Maybe he just made them want real Italian food. The I don't know. The first one, yes, because his sauce looks kind of like watered down tomato soup yeah i don't I, i'm not really i'm not really sure how that is possible but but apparently it, it is true it made people very interested in, in italian italian food, italian okay. food. Uh, and and then once they had real Italian food, they're like, "Holy cow, it's pretty good." Uh, and then <laughs> a lot better than catering. Can. Yeah, catering. <laughs> President Woodrow Wilson's uh, second wedding also true, according to the uh, the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Ettore Boyardi, as he is still was known at the time, mm-hmm. was employed by the Greenbrier Hotel, okay, an elite resort not far from the White House, um, and he was hired to supervise the catering for the event. So, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the story goes that he impressed the president and the new first lady so much. A few years later, they asked him to oversee a dinner they planned for 2,000 soldiers returning from the First World War. How about that? Yeah. Well, Obviously did not serve that little, uh, <laughs> that little pizza that comes in that box. <laughs> so. That's what I think of, actually, when I think of him. I think more of, oh, I think of the spaghetti, but I think about the pizza. Right. The you know? box of... But, you remember being a kid being so excited oh my gosh that was like the was, best day it was ever like you brought well we didn't know pizza hut back then but it was like you you brought the whole italian experience we're gonna make our own pizza yeah it, it was like it, wow it was, it was terrible but we loved it because we got to make it ourselves almost like the jiffy popcorn experience yes which i still have my jiffy i haven't popped yet oh Maybe i, I'll do that I for screwed Christmas. mine up oh really yeah yeah i need to get another one i screwed i screwed it up you got to be careful when you open that Ask me how I know. Okay. All right. Lots of headlines today. Some schools are delayed because of some wintry weather. We even had some listeners send in some yeah. texts us some photos of, of snow. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. But Allegheny, uh, Carol, Craig, Floyd, Galax, Grayson, Highland, and Pulaski all on a two-hour delay. Yeah. Uh, due to some little bit of weather, a little skip of snow. Some of those folks are without power, too. I'll have a list for you coming up here in just a minute. The wind was unbelievable last night. It was. So, you know, I love my lawn guy, but like the way he piled my leaves was not going to work. So it took me two hours to sort of straighten it out and get it like on the street correctly. Right. And it took the rains only about an hour to destroy what I did. Ah. I mean, I was raking wet leaves yesterday to get them out of my storm drain area. Yeah. And then they made their way onto the street and had to pull them back into my pile. 
Anyways, it's... Yeah, the wind, wind took care of that, didn't it? Yeah, so... All right. Anyway. Um, we are getting more information in uh, about the Natural Bridge Zoo. Uh, yeah, that whole good. thing is just... It's such a mess. It really is. And the, the zoo is insisting that there's a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, we'll get you updated on that this okay. morning. Interesting news happening over the weekend. UPenn chairman of the board resigns in disgrace after anti-Semitic testimony before Congress. Well, yeah, they, they didn't know what to say. They were like the, you know, cat that swallowed the canary because anti-Semitism exists on their campuses. So, and SNL, I'm going to try to find this. They actually mocked the three presidents uh, oh. as rational in their spoof. So okay. I'm going to have to go find that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a story out of, of Lynchburg. There was a motor vehicle crash with four people inside. It happened uh, on a dead-end road at uh, Murray Place. Is this the one where the car went flying? It went airborne, yeah. uh, crashed through the guardrail, went airborne, landing upside down on the railroad tracks at the bottom of a 50-foot embankment. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um. I'm assuming that's still under uh, investigation, investigation. Yeah. and I, I don't think anyone died, which is kind of a miracle. Yeah, two were able to get themselves out of the car. Where and they then they had to take cut, two out. Cut the other ones out or whatever they did to get them out. Yeah, well, they had to, yeah, they had to, they had to get them out of there. So, a little well, excitement over the weekend. Well, that's, not every day you go airborne. Yeah, I could do with a little less excitement in my life. Thank you very much. So, there's that. And currently, we have in the Lynchburg area, uh, temperatures in the 30s right now. Uh, Roanoke has 34. Lynchburg has 34, as does Bedford, uh, Danville, Amherst, and Appomattox. Okay. That's the number of the morning. So we have have some some power outages. Mm -hmm. They almost correspond with some of the schools that have gone out, but not totally because we have some uh, folks in Amherst County. 189, 705 in Bedford, Botetot, 16, Campbell County, 107, Carroll County, 420. This is the number of houses that are uh, without power right now. Franklin County, and hopefully they're restoring some of these. They've got the one of the biggest numbers, along with Bedford, 576 people. Lynchburg, fewer than, than uh, five. Nelson County, looking like 36. And Henry and Grayson County put together, uh, they're about at 250. So those folks are without power, of course. We know that, uh, you know, when these things happen, if you have a phone and you have a battery life that's still good, you can you can track the power outages by going to AEP's website. And sometimes they even give you an estimated right. you know, time. We were, we were down over the weekend uh, here at the radio station, but the generator, I guess, kicked in. Yay, it mm-hmm. worked. So uh, they're going to be going climbing up the mountain today to put more diesel in it. Yeah, well, we obviously lost power at some point because everything was flashing. Yeah, oh, at <clears> you your know, house. This morning. Yeah, yeah we had yeah, a lot right. of wind last yeah. night. Virginia State Police said there was a officer-involved shooting Friday night uh, with uh, a Clifton Forge officer. Uh, they said at the request of Chief Chad Wickline with the Clifton Forge Police Department, the Virginia State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigation Salem Division is investigating an officer-involved shooting that occurred outside the Clifton Forge 
Police Department. According to VSP, the incident occurred around 9.30 on Friday when the Clifton Forge police officer exited the rear of the building. The officer was assaulted, pushed to the ground by a 24-year-old black man with a knife. While the officer was on the ground, the subject advanced on the officer and was shot. The attack was an unprovoked ambush-style attack. Uh, The attacker was flown by helicopter to Roanoke Memorial Hospital for the treatment of life-threatening injuries. Uh, At the conclusion of the investigation, Virginia State Police said they would turn the findings and evidence over to the Allegheny County Commonwealth Attorney's Office. Uh, The suspect will be identified when warrants are obtained and served. No further comment by Virginia State Police about the investigation until the subject is identified. Okay. So that's very weird. Yeah. Strange story. Yeah. Some of the school delays uh, we're looking at, Nelson County Public Schools have announced that they'll be operating on a two-hour delay. Many schools, Giles County, Galax, Floyd, Carroll, Craig, Bland, Allegheny High, <clears throat> looking at a two-hour delay as well. So just be aware of that if you're in those um, particular areas. Uh, you know, Check your school's website, but those schools that we just mentioned and uh, I know we get down into Southwest Virginia, Pulaskin, uh, with County, looking at two-hour delays as well. Welcome to winter, Janet. Yeah. We saw when, the other day when we were driving around, you could see the peak, peaks of otter. The, the, the top was white. Yeah. And uh, we had mentioned that on the air on mm-hmm. Friday. But, uh, yeah, it's here. It's coming. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting a little bit of, of snow. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... I think that's okay. Yeah. Don't don't send me hate mail when I say that. So we were like, no, we don't want any snow. I like to get a little bit of snow. Yeah, I get it. I don't want it to stick around too long, but right. I but I do like to. I want the city to pick my leaves up first because <laughs> every time it rains now, they, they're traveling. They're traveling okay. down the road. And then if they don't go far enough, I have to rake them. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. and I And I actually lost a friend that was... Uh, shoveling snow had a heart attack and passed a number of years ago yeah but like yesterday raking wet leaves because i have one of those big wide rakes it's like shoveling snow yeah you know, and i was like i got back up to the house and go yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna sit down for a minute well <laughs> but the the problem with shoveling snow is you not only have the exertion but you've got those cold temperatures right. that could be harder on you as well sure. and yeah there's a lot a lot of things at play yeah for with sure that for sure speaking of playing yeah you got one more story, I guess? No. Oh, okay. I'm good. Go ahead. Okay, so I was going to talk about TVs. Sure. Because, you know, I don't want to jinx mine. Right. You know? I mean, I, it would be horrible if I had to get a new TV by the time Liberty's football game came around. But uh, anyways, I probably won't. I managed to talk my wife into a big screen, and this is eons ago. This is back when they were like three foot deep. You know, it was a projection screen. Do you ever have one of those? You know, the big plastic, everything's plastic. No, I, no, I okay. didn't have that. If you looked, if you were like at 15 degrees to the side, uh-huh. you know, you thought you were a dog because you only saw two dimensions <laughs> and it was like all weird and whacked out. <laughs> no, anyway, the, the TV we've had for about, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years and it's still working fine. But if you're in the market for a new TV, Consumer Reports put out the three best TVs, um, you know, for the money and, um, you know, they crunch the numbers on all these TVs and figure out they do a lot of research. LG, Samsung, which is what I have. Maybe that's why it's not dying. It's not a smart TV. It's sort of a dumb TV. Um, but it does have some HTML or H, 
HDMI plugs. Um, so, you know, I can plug my Xfinity stuff into it. So it, it acts like a smart TV through Xfinity. But anyway, Samsung is one, and Sony's the third one. I don't think of Sony as TVs. I don't know why. I mean, I just think of them for, like, stereo we, we've equipment. Had, well, yeah, but we, we've had Sonys. I've had Sonys before. Com- Sony computers over the years, oh. and they've done really well. Um, I don't now, but when I had my business, we had a Sony TV. I had two two Sony computers uh, mm-hmm. that lasted me twenty years of having a business and running QuickBooks and stuff. So, uh, but anyway, LG, Samsung, and Sony. I would recommend for those, especially like you, Janet, that live out, you know, that don't have. Um, it's hard to get a signal, and you don't want to pay for for cable, but you have a a good wireless, mm-hmm. you know internet out there is the roku tv my my yeah we in-laws have, have a roku tv it's got the built-in roku stuff yeah they've got like 350 channels that are free mm-hmm. and you know now granted there's you know we probably a, 80 and, sports and channels a fire but, tv uh, is also really good yeah for, for that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, that's but, our that's on our screened in porch yeah roku's got a built-in mm-hmm. situation for the Roku system, which has all kinds of free content, and of course, it it allows you to hook an antenna up, which they've they've just got one of those things they stuck in the window, and it oh. works great. Okay. Yeah. Well, so um, whatever works. You know, they, they, you know, we were going to do an antenna, but we got this about the size of the paper I'm holding, and they stuck that, taped it onto the window. You know, my cousin has one of those at the um, at the lake, and it's amazing. Yeah. What all they can pick up. Yeah, they got like thirty eight channels. Huh. You know, free, so free on top of the 300 and some you get with Roku. Yeah. So they never TV should be free. TV and radio yeah. should be free. I agree. Shouldn't be shouldn't be paying for that. I agree. Biznaz. Um, so I've been texting. I'm, I'm not sure who I'm texting. Oh, OK. Uh, actually. Uh, Mike. Mike. Okay. I was texting Mike. Uh, he was one that sent us a message saying that I was muted again. And I Hi, said, and I said, thank you. I'm not sure if I need to start giving him a Reese cup every morning so he'll turn my mic on or what. He sends back, Mark needs a checklist. Number one, <laughs> apologize to Janet for the amount of coffee I've had this morning. Number two, apologize to the office, uh, the audience for the amount of coffee I've been had this morning. Number three, make sure Janet's mic is unmuted so the audience knows she's doing her best to keep me in line. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Mike, if... If I added that one other thing, it would be 25 checklist items that I have to do because <laughs> it is quite a morning, a, a journey in the mornings and of getting all the news edited and uploaded to three systems. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying right. a lot happens before I literally get to start working on well, our own part show. Of the problem is we can hear. Well, we, we hear each hear other. It. Right, right. So because the green button was pushed. So it's a good thing. Yeah. And that's what I look. That's what I yeah. look for. Um, so we and do see, thank you though for saying something. It, sometimes it, we have to record stuff before the show, which right. means the red button can't be on. Otherwise, we'd be talking over Gordon Deal. And sometimes which he doesn't. He frowns upon. I know he doesn't. He doesn't like, like it. it when and we do him that. and uh, Jennifer Kashenka. Kashenka. Yeah. It's very. I just love that word. It's very or that harsh. Name. Yes. Isn't Jennifer Kashenka. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk about: uh, Are you an optimist? Are you a pessimist? And if you are an optimist, could it be that that trait is linked to bad decision-making? Oh. Hmm. Ouch. We'll see. Okay. All right. It is 645. 
It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. So Friday, I was at the Builders Association Christmas party, you know, and just pondering Christmas music and like thinking, should that be a song that you play at a Christmas gathering? Okay. I mean, I know it gets played on the radio. We just played it on the radio. This Do you believe it? We're on the radio. <laughs> I, I am still, I have to pinch, so you, have to pinch myself every now and then because I get you? to do the show and I get to do it with Janet Rose and I do mean that sincerely. You're so funny. I, I, I just love working with you. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. But it, yeah. So, I, so when you do a Christmas party, do you just exclusively play Christmas music? It was unique Friday night. Okay. In what that, does that mean? <laughs> um, the food was fantastic. Susie Q's. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, the appetite. I think I think she did that. Didn't she cater for them last year? And we brought jumbo shrimp home. Oh my god, it was. Great. Oh. Okay. Um, we made. You know what we did, girlfriend? What? You know did what you we do? did, girlfriend? What did you do? We went to Five and Dines, um, list. And we had jumbo shrimp, so guess what we made? Shrimp and grits. We had that yes. Saturday morning. We had so much fun making it. Cause so Kara gets on the thing, uh-huh. and she's bringing up the app, and she's go, okay, I got that, I got that, I got that, I got that. She had all the ingredients. Yeah. Some of them yeah. were dated 1999, but we're not going to go there. We're not going to talk um, about that. But we, we were able to, and so we had fun making it. And was it delicious? It was very good. And then we had from, uh, what's his name, uh, Crack something cracked corn they're in bedford we bought it over at george's Mm -hmm. the old ailers they were there one saturday morning and we bought real red grits oh yeah yeah, yeah, they make them the old way yeah so we had those grits with with the topping and uh it was amazing that takes a while it it did well the grits the grits took 40 minutes but they're worth it it, they're worth it and it took us about 40 minutes just we just went slow it was saturday morning we were taking our time making it so we almost finished exactly when the timer went off so okay and then uh i had some saturday night Mm -hmm. um and there well you know when stuff gels it can gel kind of in the fridge it was even better that's right um because that's how that boy that was good yeah yeah um that's probably one of our favorite meals so back to, to your original question. Yes. I, 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 so it was fun night and stuff. But, you know, the transition from playing the Christmas music, because they have hors d'oeuvres for the first hour. Everybody's sure. kind of hanging out. Then you have dinner. Right. And then you, know, you go into music. And I said, hey, guys, a couple more Christmas songs, and we're going we're gonna to play dance music. Mm-hmm. Well, people are talking. They're having a good time. So I didn't want to be, like, on the mic a bunch. Right. Disturbing that. Mm-hmm. So I honestly played an hour plus of really you know good dance tunes i saw people table table dan- dancing yeah they weren't on the table dancing that would have been a little awkward that would have been but, weird um the last it's half not that I- kind of organization <laughs> right the last half hour was really strong and, and it had a, this core group of of dancers 
And uh, so okay. o- overall, but you know, so I, you I transitioned. Mix it up. Yeah, I transitioned okay. after two hours because the first, like I said, first hour people coming in. Because I mean, it's it's fun to like work in in some Christmas stuff, right. but it's hard to do just all christmas music it is and for anybody to dance I and mean, i just it was ambience you know i was playing bing and you know some sure instrumental like boston like pops and early all that. early in the yeah. evening yeah so, okay very good but, uh, so would you consider yourself an optimist or a pessimist man i tell you it, it depends on the day <laughs> and the topic but i i think in all honesty, I'm, I think I'm more of an optimist. I, I like throwing in realists, but I, I would lean more towards an optimist. I, I mean, I try I try to be very optimistic, right. but not overly right, optimistic. Right, right. Yes. I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've got a pretty level head. Yeah. Uh, if you are overly optimistic, mm-hmm. it could be a sign that you're going to struggle with decision making. Hmm. Even that you could have lower cognitive function, a new study showing. Wow. Uh, Those highest on cognitive ability experience a 22% increase in the probability of realism or pessimism and a 34% reduction in optimism compared to those with the lowest on cognitive ability. This Mm. is according to a, a University of Bath study that was published in Neuroscience News. According to the study, people who have unrealistic optimism are more prone to excessively risky behavior. Oh, okay. And do not act with adequate caution. All right, yeah, well, that's definitely not me. Mm. Because I I was always the straight and narrow, (laughs) even as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe too too much so, even. Uh, The impact on these traits is felt most when it comes to financial issues. When those huh. with excessive optimism make risky, risky choices and are prone to complications with saving and investing wisely. Interesting. Unrealistically optimistic financial expectations can lead to excessive levels of consumption and debt as well as insufficient savings. Hmm. It can lead to excessive business entries and subsequent failures. Well, yeah. uh, The chance of starting a successful business are tiny, but optimists always think they have a shot and will start a business destined to fail. It's going to work this time. Mm-hmm. How about being married to that optimist? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Those with higher cognitive abilities show traits that balance optimism with realism in their decision-making processes, the report said. Uh, this suggests that the negative consequences of an excessively optimistic mindset may in part be a side product of the true driver uh, of low cognitive ability interesting i just had a thought yeah how about we start a business where we take people that are going out of business and we take their product and we sell it at really low rates i think we could i think we could make it Uh, uh so we find all those optimistic people that have failed and they need to move on so you're going to help them move on by saying look i'll give you you know five cents on the dollar and then i sell it for you know 38 cents on the dollar that way i'm making a profit Mm. Not off of somebody's failure, but... Well, but maybe a little. <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's a difficult thing. I had to shut a business down. And the last couple of years were really, really tough ones. Uh, didn't get paid much. I didn't pay myself much, but I managed to pay down debt. So when I left that business, uh, I'll never forget sitting across the the uh, the table from the guy from Bank of the Janes. 
because I had a credit line, uh-huh. and I had twenty thousand yeah. dollars was 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 my was my debt there. Yeah. And he said, Mark, you're sitting in the catbird seat, buddy. I got guys that sit across from me that add a zero to that. Yeah. And they have no clue. They're they're they, they have yeah, nothing. Yeah, they 20, have no assets 20, to show. Twenty thousand is is manageable. Yeah, it's manageable. You know, and we right. we did it in five years and paid it off. And because we put it on, actually we paid it off before it was on a scheduled payoff, mm-hmm. and we paid it off like in four years. But you know, he says there's guys that are two hundred thousand yeah. dollars in debt, and they have no assets to show. Well, for and it. I think that's kind of what this is is talking right. about mm-hmm. here. Uh, one one of the uh, professors who was involved in this said. Um, that positive thinking and other optimistic traits are widespread and typically viewed positively, mm-hmm. uh, he thinks that should be thoroughly rethought. Yeah. Says unrealistic optimism is one of the most per- uh, pervasive human traits, and research has shown people consistently underestimate the negative and accentuate the positive, which is in a song. Um, <laughs> the concept of positive thinking is almost unquestioningly embedded in our culture, and it would be healthy to revisit that belief. Yeah, hmm. I mean, a, a, a dose of realism. I don't ever want to. But <laughs> I don't ever want to pee on somebody's parade. There because, needs to be a balance, right? It, there does, there does. And and you say, well, have you thought about this, right? Because I always want to encourage. I was discouraged to go to college. Mm. The guy that that that. I thought I could look to, man, he shot me down like boom. Mm. And, and that really crushed me early. I was, that was about 19. Yeah. And, uh, boy, that one, that one lingered for a while. Yeah. But I think somebody to say, okay, I think that's a good approach. Have you thought about this, this, and this, and try to get them a more realistic lay of the land, especially when it's a younger person who's kind of idealistic. And I was, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, boy, I learned to get rid of that really quick. (laughs) Right. Well, but the thing about it is how do you. How do you temper their expectations right. while not crushing their spirit? Exactly, exactly. And, and yeah. that's that's a um, if you have that trait, that's a very good thing. Yeah, it's a good uh, thing to have. But yeah. I mean, being overly optimistic about everything, yeah, I'd say that could be a problem. But living with a pessimist can be soul crushing. Oh yeah, absolutely. As well, so you know, uh, I've I've had that experience. It's mm-hmm. not fun. It's not fun. You know, I'm right. a I'm a glass half full kind of person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh if you're you know with somebody who's like they can't even see the glass right that can be a problem yeah, absolutely so there is a happy medium balances everything hey Coming i'm up. seeing uh i'm seeing snow i yeah. just got a picture from my mother-in-law in gladys virginia oh they got a little bit yeah, of snow they got some snow cover on the ground yeah there are a couple of people that that got some snow there's some schools running on two-hour delays including you said uh nelson county yeah, was nelson added County's to that one list. of those yeah so there are uh a lot Several of Southwest schools. Virginia schools running on two-hour delays. They're getting it worse than we are. But. Yeah, Allegheny, Carroll, mm-hmm. Craig, uh, Floyd, Galax, Grayson, Highland, Pulaski. Yeah. And then uh, and then Nelson. Nelson. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming, Rose. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I could use with a little bit. I'd be good with a little bit of snow, just not too much. Dare, dare I bring up the uh, the car? Where, where do you stand on that? When are you hoping know. to get it back? I, what am I hoping to get it back? I'm not feeling very optimistic about it. Let me put it that way. Okay. I'm hoping by the first of the year. Okay. Fingers so crossed. Be Although I am, yeah, she's quite a head turner though. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly like, head she's like, going, like, 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 like,